Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. As someone who, apart from being a Fine Gael councillor, is also a diehard Wexford fan, just happens to be in the studio with me this morning to look at a number of issues. And I know you'd like to be the first <laughs> member of those involved in the, the uh, polit- political world in Wexford to congratulate the lads. It, we needed a boost, and sport does give Wexford a boost, and that has given us a massive boost. Absolutely, Alan. It's fantastic to see Wexford back in an under-20 final, and... Um, Keith Rossiter spoke very eloquently there when he said that this is a, a building stage for the future and the future of Wexford Hurland certainly looks bright this morning uh, and I absolutely congratulate the lads and wish them the very best of luck uh, in the Leinster final next week and I just think it's very important that uh, we remember the fact that there's been so much uh, volunteer work uh, given by so many in getting this team uh, right through to the final, uh, particularly at underage level, and it certainly looks that the future of underage hurling in Wexford is bright. Anyway, we wish Keith and the rest of the mentors and the team, uh, and of course the, f- the families of the team as well, because there's a lot of travel involved, getting to training, etc. We wish them the very best of luck for that final next Wednesday, half past seven. Carl, you're here in studio with me to discuss a number of issues, but first of all I want to look at this bridge in Wilton because this is one of the issues you raised at the council meeting. Um, what are your concerns about this? It's been going on for quite some time, and you brought it to the attention of the executive at the council meeting the other day. I did, Alan. Um, people will be familiar uh, with Wilton Bridge. It's on the border between uh, Bree Parish and Davistown Parish. Um, and on Christmas Day 2021, uh, when Wexford saw the terrible flooding uh, that affected so many homes across the county, uh, Wilton Bridge was one of those bridges that was washed away. And quite frustratingly, to be honest, Alan, uh, 17 months later, we're still waiting for that bridge to be rebuilt. Uh, so I took it up uh, at the council meeting on Monday uh, because what it means for people in that area is that they have an extra 30-minute round trip. If you want to bring your children uh, that are living uh, in the Bree area or in the Davistown area over to the pitch in the village in, in Davistown or in Bree, um, in Ballyhogue Pitch, that's an extra 30-minute round trip for you. Mm. And we had been told previously uh, that the bridge uh, construction works would start uh, in spring of this year. Now, obviously, spring has come and went, uh, and we're still waiting for the works to start. But I did secure a commitment on Monday at the council meeting that the construction on the rebuilding of the Wilton Bridge uh, will start in July, and it's expected that it will run uh, for July, August, and into September, with the bridge expected to be reopened at the end of September. Now, the process involved here has obviously taken 17 months to get to this uh, stage, which is very, very frustrating uh, for anybody living in this area, because they're looking at bridges across uh, the county. And do you know why it's taken so long, Carl? Well, it appears to me that there was uh, big delays uh, on the part of the Inland Fisheries Board in approving the project for construction. Now, obviously, this is a bridge that was first built in 1840, but it stood the test of time uh, until it was taken out in December 2021. Um, But look, that's in the past now uh, and we look forward to the work starting uh, and hopefully um, that the timelines will be stuck to and it's certainly something that I'll be monitoring and keeping raised. So for those just tuning in then, when ultimately will that bridge be up? So at the moment we're told that the construction works, uh, the contractor's been appointed construction to start on Wilton Bridge uh, in July and run until September with the bridge to be open towards the end of September. 
Now, there's a lot going on in Scorthy at the moment, but uh, on your district council with you is Jack Sarones, who was very passionate at a passionate meeting the other day. Um, a lot going on, and Jack Sir talked about one, only one house being built in the Scorthy area, the huge waiting lists and people going from couch to couch, etc. Um, where do you stand in all of this? I know you represent a, a government party in Fine Gael, but I also know that you you are, are, are uh, from time to time you go against, you book the system and you go by your conscience and not by what the party tells you, but what do you think? Where do you stand on the, the, do you think it's been an abject failure, housing in Enniscorthy? Well, um, I, I have been uh, very vocal on housing, Alan, and I continue to be very vocal on it. And you're right, there are times when um, when I've been very frustrated with my own party uh, and the progress that's been made on housing. Um, and it's something that I've raised repeatedly at council level, both in Enniscorthy and at Wexford County Council level. The biggest frustration I have is that uh, at the moment, Wexford County Council would appear to be relying on um, uh, approved housing bodies uh, for the construction of council houses. I actually think that Wexford County Council should be directly building council houses uh, across uh, the Enniscorthy district, but also across County Wexford. At the moment uh, in the Enniscorthy district, uh, as you have correctly said, the council have built themselves, directly built uh, one social house. And how many uh, are on the waiting list looking for houses? There's close to 700 people on the waiting list at the uh, moment and in the one house. district. And the council have directly built one house. Now there are uh, estates that are uh, being developed by private uh, developers and private builders uh, where the council have purchased, directly purchased uh, some of those houses to make available to uh, people who are on the council housing waiting list. But obviously my view on that is that the resources have been made available uh, by the government for councils to build directly themselves and that the best way to tackle the social housing waiting list that we have across Enniscorthy is for the council to go out oh. to purchase a site to build themselves council houses on that council. Have they got the finances and the access to the finances to do that, Carl? So when we had the Minister for Housing uh, attend our meeting of Wexford County Council, that was the very first question that was put to him. Are the resources available for Wexford County Council to purchase land and directly build council houses on that land and the answer we were told that day is that yes yes it is okay so why haven't they done it then when you raise the question why hasn't it been done what we're being told at the moment is that the majority well at the moment we know that all of the the council houses that are being provided are being purchased uh, by the council rather than built by the council but what we're told is that at the moment they simply haven't got the land that they've went out and asked uh, individuals to make land available but that hasn't happened but i think we need to go further on this and uh, go out to the private market and look at purchasing land in the Enniscorthy district uh, and in our villages uh, for the provision of social housing. Because the waiting list is 700 people at the moment. We know that it's grown at the moment. And I find it very frustrating that uh, the council aren't directly building these houses and it's something that I'm going to continue to raise uh, until we start building them. And when you raised it that day, what was the response? The response was that they're going out at the moment to see uh, can they acquire a bank of land uh, to build uh, directly on it. And the second answer that was given uh, when pressed again on this issue was that at the moment they're purchasing turnkey houses and those turnkey houses are being made available for people on the council list. But my opinion is that in addition to the purchase of turnkey houses, the council should be directly building council houses. And that's a long-held view that I have had. 
Okay, well, thank you for sharing that view. I'm just going to pop it out there to the Morning Mix listeners as well. Um, uh, do you agree with what you've heard from... To me, you've made a hell of a lot of sense this morning and you've, in a, in a few sentences, actually given a directive and uh, a view, which I would love to know if people listening into you this morning agree or disagree with you. Uh, maybe they'll just give Marianne a call on 053-914-5222 or text her WhatsApp as an 87 Another issue you're, you were really strong on in both the last two meetings I've been at, pre-planning. Uh, I'd like you to explain where you're coming from on this and what is the issue, what is the problem here? So pre-planning is where somebody uh, can ask uh, one of the planners in Wexford County Council for a meeting to discuss a potential planning application. So before they apply for planning, they have a meeting with the council and say, this is my site, these are my drawings, this is what I'm thinking of applying for. Is mm. there anything that uh, would be seen as a barrier or an obstacle so that it can be addressed with before the planning is submitted? So obviously, applying for planning costs a significant amount of money and this is a way for somebody to uh, help with the cost by addressing potential issues before applying for planning. Yeah. Now, if you're building a, a rural once-off house, which which many people across County Wexford do, a pre-planning meeting is almost essential in making sure that uh, when you apply for your planning that any potential issues are identified and addressed. Yeah. Now, obviously, uh, a lot of people come to me as a councillor in Enniscorthy asking uh, for assistance with pre-planning meetings. And the reason for that is that the average waiting time right now across County Wexford for a pre-planning meeting is 146 days. So coming up to half a year. And that's obviously not acceptable. So at the council meeting on Monday, and as you correctly said, at previous council meetings, I've been very strong on this. Because if we want people to build their own homes on land that they have purchased or that they're inheriting from their family, yeah. uh, waiting 146 days for a pre-planning meeting is simply not acceptable. Now, in reply uh, to my question, yeah. the executive said that there was an issue with recruiting uh, planners. They had some vacancies, but that those vacancies have now been filled and they hope to uh, drive down the waiting list so that it's no longer at 146 days. But if we're serious about tackling the housing issue and we have people that want to apply for to build their own house yeah. out in the countryside across County Wexford, we simply cannot expect them to wait 146 days to get a pre-planning meeting. It's just not acceptable and something that I'm going to continue to push. I'm very strong on this, Alan, because I really believe and the right of people to build their own house in the countryside in the area that they've grown up in that they've come from yeah. beside their family and their neighbours and their community We'll leave it there for the moment Carl but you've raised two very important talking points there about housing and uh, I'd love the listeners to, to chip in and chime in with their views on what they've heard from Fine Gael Councillor Carl Byrne Also as you're well aware there's a lot of talk at the moment uh, about cost of living and particularly consumer goods so we want to do a little poll and we want to find out from you our Morning Mix listeners if there was one particular particular product that you would like to see a reduction on, what would it be for you? Would you like to see a major reduction on the likes of bread, milk, cheese, whatever? It could be even a health product. I know pharma pharmacies as well, there's a lot of talk about prescriptions, etc. What for you is the priority item that you'd like to see a cost reduction on? If you can just text or WhatsApp us your view on that. Let's see, what is the main item that uh, uh, people would like to see a reduction on? As a matter of interest, Carl, what would you like to see a reduction on? What do you think is a big one? Well, my, my partner, Sarah, is always getting 
burden onto me because I do the shopping in our house and every time I go to the supermarket it, it takes a bit longer than maybe it otherwise would yeah. um, but the big thing I suppose that people um, are affected with at the moment are the, are the staples the things that you have to buy yeah. that make up everybody's basket bread, milk, butter I know there's uh, been some movement uh, recently bread, on ten, bread 10 cent yeah. reduction with some of the supermarkets but, yeah. but the big question is that the money doesn't seem to be going to the farmers here questions have to be answered about where are the profits going and we need more transparency. I heard the Minister for Enterprise uh, on radio this morning uh, making the case that there needs to be more transparency about the profits that are being made by large uh, supermarket chains and that's something that needs to happen and happen now. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, News and Your Views